0: may be things you need to say. So while today is still today, you have the chance to hold them close. One more chance to let them know. There are gifts that heaven sent Live and laugh and make some memories Treasure every moment spent. 'Cause None of us are here forever That's a proven fact Love the people that God gives you. Cause one day He'll want them back. Oh, and the list keeps getting longer. Friends and family that I miss. But when I think of what matters most, it all comes down to this. None of us. Forever, and that's a proven path. Just love the people that God gives you, cause one day you will want them back. Love the people that God gives you, cause one day.
1: the Lord everybody. Thank you all so much for being here. My mom would be um, honored and in a way she is being honored today and I appreciate every single one of you for taking out the time to honor my mother today. Um, Also thank you for loving her. Thank you for loving her. She's a beautiful person, the beautiful spirit and I know she loved every single one of you, and um, if it's not said to you today, I love all of you too, so thank you. Pamela Elaine Walker was born December 19th, 1962 in Sherman, Texas. In her 58 years, she she accrued a multitude of various experiences and adventures. She loved to learn new things and had a determination and passion to succeed in many of her athletic, creative, and spiritual endeavors. Her talents, hobbies, and accomplishments, she she was a black belt in karate, including a three-time state champion. She won multiple medals I believe it was 31, 31 medals. Um, no, seven medals and thirty-one trophies. Uh, she won. Um, she was in. She was a weightlifter, um, in running and fitness activities. She played the piano. She was interior decorator. She was also a seamstress, clothing designer. She was a caregiver. And she also studied in phlebotomy and got her license as a phlebotomist. And uh, she loved to ride motorcycles with um, my stepdad, her husband Ralph. And uh, she loved to ride through the country. She and Ralph both remodeled their home that they live, that he currently lives in, and that she passed away in. Uh, but she has learned how to do plumbing. She had learned how to do plumbing, electrical work, and roofing, and operate uh, warehouse uh, equipment. She was extremely talented, extremely talented, and you know, in the last you know couple of years, a lot of people didn't get to see that talent, but it was there. She left for her heavenly home on March 11th, 2021 holding her husband's hand. We know she is in a healthy new body, running and praising in the streets of gold. While we mourn her passing in our hearts, homes and church, we can't help but rejoice at her newest opportunities to worship God for eternity. Most of all, her loving family praise. She is remembering as a spirit-filled woman who used her talents as a means of serving and honoring God. I do believe that, that the Lord has taken my mom home. I do have peace of that. I didn't have peace at first. It was really hard for me to let go of my mom because it's my mom. <laughs> you know, I, don't wanna, I didn't want to let go of her, but I knew I had to. Um, for a few months, I'd been having a feeling that just something, something bad was going to happen. And this is before I knew anything about my mom, knew anything, this is before any of us knew. I just kept having this feeling, something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. I just feel it in my spirit. And it's always been a fear this day. I feared this day. I was terrified of this day. I didn't want this day to ever happen. And yet here I am. But I'm not defeated. Right. I'm not defeated. And I know there are, there are things in every single one of us that we have a, something that will paralyze us when we just think of the thought of that very thing happening. But I can stand here and tell you, don't let it defeat you. Don't get bitter over the storm, but get better through the storm. I'll never forget. I sat right over there, and Pastor on a Wednesday night, he was preaching a message, and it was um, a storm is coming. The storm is coming your way. Prepare yourself for the storm. And a few months later, that's when mom got, she was taken to the hospital February 7th and passed away March 11th. I had no idea that that was my storm, but I survived the storm because God gave me peace in the storm, because he is the peace speaker. So I knew that I could make it through that storm, and I did. And I'm so thankful that God allowed me to go through what I've gone through, because I got to take care of my mom. I got to have an intimate relationship with my mom that I never thought I'd have. And I got closure, and I was able to be there in her last moments. And a lot of people... Don't have that opportunity. And I was very thankful that God allowed me to have that opportunity, you know, to have that that time with her. But a few months back, I guess I always kind of knew something was going to happen to her. I was, in, I was in Walmart. I think it was in December. I was in Walmart, and I was in the puzzle section because I wanted to get a puzzle to just kind of work on or whatever. And in the middle of, of that, it just hit me that she could die, and I don't want her to. And I just started... Crying and praying right there in Walmart, I said, like, God, no. But then the Lord just gave me a piece and said, Everything's going to be all right. Don't worry about it. I said, Okay, okay, I guess everything's all right. And uh, my mom had a dream and she told me this dream. She said, She used to call me Cuppy. That was my nickname, Cuppy. <laughs> so she was like, Hey, Cuppy. She's like, I had a dream. I had a dream that you got married. And for those that know, (laughs) I want to be married. (laughs) So for those that know, I was like, yes, Lord, let it be. (laughs) Hey. So um, I was like, okay, this is sounding pretty good. What's more? And she was like, well, yeah, I had a dream that you got married. But for some reason, I couldn't be there. And it it was almost prophetic when it came out of her mouth and I felt, it, I felt it to my core she said I wasn't there at the wedding I don't know why but I couldn't be there I said why weren't you there I don't know but I couldn't be there and that stuck with me and now I know why and even then I even I felt the Lord just kinda you know why and I knew why but all I know is that she's not in pain. She's, she's, she's dancing. She's loving the Lord like she always did. And I, most people know the outfit she wore every Sunday. <laughs> every Sunday, literally that same outfit. But that's so important because she worships so many times in that outfit. Those shoes are worn from her simply worshiping in those shoes they're tattered they're torn but that's from worship that's not from working a hard job because she didn't wear those at work that's from worshiping so as much as she didn't want to wear that she had her reasons i'm not going to get into that but it's it's a memorial i'm glad she did but she loved to worship she loved the lord And I'm going to carry that on for her. So again, thank you all. I love you all tremendously. And um, thank you for being here.
2: I'm not used to speaking in a mic, just used to using my mouth Um, It is an honor to be here Under the circumstances, no, but to be able to honor my friend, my cousin, and my sister Uh, A lot of people did not know we were cousins, but uh, we were And um, I won Pam to the Lord when she was around 17 or so And um, she's been steady. She was very steady in this walk. One thing I can truly say about her is, wherever she was or whatever she did, she was consistent. She never gave up, even on a project. She, the girl, never gave up. She was, uh, she was a little extra, (laughs) might I say? She was a little extra, and I'm sure she would want me to say that. But um, again, she was consistent. She was true to herself, to her family, and to the God that she served. Um, as Jolanta said, you know, she was a, a designer. She had her belts that she won, but she didn't put that above God. You, a lot of you probably didn't even know a lot of these things about her that she had these things under her belt. Literally, um, she did a lot of things. She stayed busy. She never just sat. She stayed busy. Something was always going on. Um, she had very, very many challenges in life. Same as I, we, um, we grew up together quite a bit for the most part, pretty much the last years of our teenage years. And, um, that's when I did want her to the Lord, but the different things we had been through in life definitely gave us a desire to truly want to serve the one true God because there's many other things that we could have done or that we could have been, but the heart's desire was to serve God. The heart's desire was to serve God to the fullest. I remember times of calling her on the phone or just coming to visit. If it was on a fast day, you can forget, you were not eating at her house. If you were hungry, just going out the door and go find something. Because the girl was serious. She was fasting. Nothing came on in her home. Nothing was done. She wasn't going to clean. She spent that time and that day in prayer, and she was very serious. Again, she was consistent. And that was something that I didn't teach that to her. (laughs) Um, I don't know if Brother Gilbert taught that to her, but she was serious, and she was consistent, and she did it. And um, God kept her through so, so many things. And one thing that I would wanna say, definitely would like to say to Pam's family, if she were here, if she had the opportunity to speak or to just send you a love message, it would be that she would love to see you again. She would love to meet you over on the other side. And um, that would make her so happy knowing that you made the effort, not just to come see her on the other side, but because you desire to serve the God that she served. And also, um, don't be bitter. Don't be bitter at God. Death is painful, but we're all going to die. But death is very painful. Myself, I just recently lost my son a year ago. And, um, I never, I never questioned God, but I did ask him, if you need him, you can have him, but I really would like to keep my son. He's the only son that I have. And the Lord spoke to my heart and he, it was immediate. He, I mean, cause I'm the type of person, I, I don't make me wait for an answer down the road. I, I need to know right now, especially something like that. And so when I spoke to the Lord and I said, He's the only son that I have. I have three girls. And he said, I know. He said, I gave my only son. I said, okay. What do you say to that? The Lord gave his only son so that we could have eternal life. And that eternal life, is not here. This is just a rehearsal. We're here just for the rehearsal. And when that rehearsal is over, we will be there and we will be able to sing And dance with Pam, with our loved ones that we've lost. And it is very well worth that wait in serving God until we do get there. It's very well worth it. I encourage you today to be strong. um, Seek God and let him direct you. I know that Pam has said many things to many of you, um, even in what different things that she was probably going through. Her faith and her strength was in opening her mouth and speaking. Because once you speak it out, it's something that you definitely have to live. You have to live whatever you've spoken to let God know and to let others know that that this is true. This is what I mean. So, uh, again, my word today and my encouragement to you today is don't be bitter. Uh, God gives us things on this earth to borrow. He's taken nothing from us. He did not take my son. But he wanted my son, so I released him to the Lord. Um, He let us borrow these things. He doesn't give us a time frame, and that's okay. Um, He lets us borrow these things, and when he comes to retrieve them back, we just have to be ready and willing. And that's part of serving and loving the God that we serve, the God that Pam served. God bless you.
3: very early 80s at the old church on Harrison Street. I called her beautiful Pamela. There she was every service, surely not a day over 21, in all her apostolic glory, dressed to the nines from the crown of her head to the soles of her high heel shoes a lovely hairdo complete with a Pentecostal poof. The lady made quite a statement. However, what far exceeded her loveliness was the beauty of her worship. Comments, opinions, stares, or raised eyebrows could not intimidate the girl. As she ran, shouted, danced into the Holy of Holies, transcended from glory to glory, and broke off more heels from those beautiful shoes than could ever be counted. Now as a new convert, in her walk with God, there were times that Pam fell. She would stumble, she would fall, And just like me, there were even times that she stayed down for a while. But she always got back up. We had a choir at the church on Harrison Street. Pam sang in that choir. And the lyrics to one of the songs we sang went like this. Rejoice not against me, O my enemy. When I fall, I shall arise. When I walk in the night... The Lord will be my light, and I'll be up again. Just you wait and see. Rough times won't keep me down. They'll just send me to my knees. There while I'm in prayer, God will give the victory song, and I'll be up again where I belong. It wasn't because she always got back up that Pam stayed in the race, her eyes on the goal, But rather, when she got back up, she made her way to the house of the Lord to worship. And therein lies her victories. In almost 40 years of knowing Pam, I never heard her speak of the life she lived before she met the Lord. She did not talk about her past. So I would say, She had the heart of the Apostle Paul. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth into those things which are before, I pressed toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. When she was baptized in the lovely name of Jesus and he filled her with the gift of the Holy Ghost, worship was birthed. In the depths of Pam's soul. It burned in her heart and she worshiped with all her might. Pam had battles that she won. God gave her moments of glory when she stood on the mountaintops and waved her banners of victory. But there's another victory she won In almost 40 years of living for God, Satan never stole Pam's worship to the day she passed from this life. So what a legacy to be remembered as a true worshiper of the true and living God, Jesus Christ.
4: I said, wow. That's the same thing as glory. On behalf of the family, yeah. Pam Walker, I wish to thank each of you for being here today. got a good support group, Brother Ralph. Carl, Joe Although today is an extremely difficult day. For all of us. Lana, you were strong. I'm not that strong. I'm not even going to try to be strong. There's just emotions. Difficult for all of us who have an appreciation for those shoes and that little catch me kiss me hat <laughs> if you had an appreciation for Pam's life that she lived this, this scripture is going to show you why the promises. Psalm 46, verses 1, 2, and 3. God, in is, God is our refuge and strength. That's where it came from. Strength. A very present help in time of trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, even though the earth be removed and the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea midst of the sea the midst of the sea you can't see it anymore you can't see her anymore in the midst of the sea though its waters roar and be troubled though the mountains shake with great swelling and then in Romans chapter 8 A very familiar passage. Who will separate us? Paul had a, he had a comprehension of this whole ordeal. And he names it. I'll get to that in a minute. Who shall separate us? What shall separate us? Nothing's going to separate us. Will tribulation, distress, persecution. What's going to separate us? Who can separate us? What will separate us? Where's it going to come from? What will it be? How will it be? I got a firm feeling, and with uh, Judy's remarks, nothing, not a, Through the years, separated Pam Walker, her relationship with God. Today we come to celebrate the life that she lived for church and for being in his holy presence in that she, Pam, pulled the best out of every service, out of every gathering, there might have been some things, high note, low note. There might have been some things outside the building in the contrary world. But She pulled the best out of the service. Ever gathering, each song that was sung, she got the best out of it. Whoever the preacher was that graced the pulpit, she pulled the best out of him, her. Now, I got this feeling that when the enemy would come in like a flood, the spirit of God would lift up a standard against that enemy. As we're here to celebrate her homegoing service today, the homegoing service of this precious worshiper. That's what she was, a worshiper. We come here with mixed emotions. On the one hand, Carl, you can't help it. We, we're sad. I'm sad. It's, it's, it's just sad, emotions of great sadness. Sadness not for Pam because Sister Pam is in a far better place, but sadness because we've lost somebody that was very dear to all of us. Now, Lana said she's gonna take her place. You already do. Just to let you know, we're observant, you already do. But on the other hand, there's great joy, tremendous joy. Great joy knowing that because of the relationship that Sister Pam had with the Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ, she's already in his presence. She crossed the threshold the other day. and She, she stepped into that new dimension. The old was gone, the new was there. And the scripture says in 2 Corinthians 5, 6, 7, and 8, so we are all confident and that while we have this goings-on, while we have this, this happening, this, this special, I got a note here that I need to find. These pages stuck. While we have this going on, this, this passing from life, into this, this situation. The Lord knows where we are, knows where he took Pam into the fullness of his presence. I'd like to offer a prayer today. I'd like to offer a prayer. This prayer is a, Not just an ordinary prayer. It's a prayer of comfort for for Ralph and Carl and Jolana and Carl's family. All the family. It's a prayer for all of y'all. But I have to incorporate also in it a prayer for Truth Church. I'm going to miss her. When they told us about the diagnosis I may have created an unpardonable sin I don't know my wife was sharing with me I said why why Pam and then I got the word that she had just passed I said why I need her there I watch her I'm one of the first one who knows when she's not here. It's a lot quieter. Every time she began to jig, cha-cha, every time she began to worship God in spirit, she was doing that for me. I can't do that much anymore. So I told the Lord, me too, right there. When she bolted out of the pew, me too. Me too. Now, there's others that do that as well. But I don't know, Sister Judy, if there's consistent. It's pound. I'm going to say is, because wherever she is in glory right now, she's still at it. <laughs> so, my prayer, I'm, going, I'm probably going to read it pretty much because I don't want to leave none of it out. and I have a tendency to ramble anyway. So, it, it incorporates truth Church for the family well it's uh, Ralph Carl Jolana the grand the family family. now Lord our hearts are really empty today as we reminisce and as we remember Sister Pam Sister Pam the worshipper Sister Pam, the praise dancer. Sister Pam, the aisle runner. Sister Pam, the leader in worship. Lord, in this homegoing service for her, we're here to say to her, And we'll see you later. We can't bring ourselves to say goodbye. We're going to reminisce. We're going to relive. We're going to listen for you and watch for you. We've all come, Lord, to celebrate today, to celebrate the life that she lived. She lived. She lived for church. When she was sick, she was more sick that she couldn't come to church. The life that she lived for being, lived for being in your holy presence. And that she pulled the very best out of being engulfed in your presence Lord Pam was an example responding to your Holy Spirit in an exuberant outward way for these near 40 years that we've known her since making you the Lord of her life Thank you, Lord, for the life of praise and worship that she so exemplified before all of us. Thank you, Lord, for her life and that it has touched so many, so many. I can't tell you, Lord, at the times that visiting people would be here. And they would point to that little black lady. Who is she? Where did she come from? With proudness, I'd say we raised her up when she gave her life to the Lord here. We raised her up. And she's a worshiper. That's who she is. God, I pray that the holy peace... And divine presence rests upon Ralph, rests upon Jolanta, rests upon Brother Carl and family and all extended family to give them the Psalms 46 refuge, to give them the strength and give them the courage in this time of their distress and trouble. We are at home in that Corinthian body. We are at home in the presence of the Lord. So we're always confident knowing that while we're at home in the body, we're absent from the Lord. For we walk by faith and not by sight. We are confident, yes, well pleased. Rather to be absent from the body but to be present. Sister Pam is with the Lord. Amen. Everybody say amen. This sweet worshiper told Brother Ralph the last several months, might near every day, if not every day, somewhere during the day of, of their conversation, she shared, she shared with him that she was ready to go. If it was a bad day at work, and somebody used God's name in vain. They were subject unto Pam Walker death. Not by her hands and black belt, but by her praying the judgments of God down upon them. She come home from work. She was so ready to go to heaven. Good job. Did well. Made it the best that she could. I think I wrote it down right, Brother Ralph. She's ready to go. I'm ready to get out of here. Why can't we just go to heaven already? Already. She's been so homesick for heaven. That's why she's gone. If you tell the Lord every day you're sick of this place, you better be careful what you're praying for. Not necessarily too excited about the vehicle that answered her prayer and moved her out of here that hurt a lot of us we don't understand the ways of God but she was so ready to go to heaven sick of this earth the only thing she liked about earth was church that's what I told told that's the only thing she liked about planet earth just coming into the presence of God she stood right here and told me He's here every time. Every time we come, the Lord is good. He's here. I have no worry. When we get out of the car and come in, surely the presence of the Lord in them clothes right there. She didn't care. She didn't come to show you anything. She come to worship God. In the words of Vestal Goodman, I'm kind of a country gospel not kind of I am died in the war Vestal sung it like this looking for a city where we'll never die there the sainted millions never say goodbye there we'll meet our Savior and our loved ones too looking for a city oh come on Holy Spirit All our hopes renewed. The highest hopes that your mama ever had was in his presence where she found every time fullness of joy. She said she could come in this place hurting so bad in her body and make one lap around the building and hurt nowhere. She said, Brother Gilbert, why can't I take that with me when I leave here and not hurt? I don't want to go home, it hurts. It don't hurt here. She danced her, herself into his presence. She ran herself into his presence where the old things passed away and the old things become new. Now then, today, Pam Walker has a new body. In him, there's fullness of joy. Pam has been getting ready to go a long time. She's been ready to leave this world a long time. And y'all, she up and done it. Be careful what you're praying for. Ralph, why can't we just go already? Why won't he just take us already? Every day, every day, that's what I was told. Every day, it came out of her mouth every day. I'm ready to leave this world. I'm looking for the blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. And she's in his presence. God bless you.
5: And I the
6: Somebody praise Him right now. That's what Sister Pam would want us to do. Would you just stand to your feet and clap your hands unto Jesus Christ? Would you stand to your feet and clap your hands unto Jesus Christ right now? been said, but it's a hard day. Amen, Kia. It's a hard day because, you know, there's people that like by default, they're your fan, you know, like your wife, she's your fan, hopefully, and your kids and others that love you then there's those that just make a conscious choice to be your fan. Sister Pam was a fan of me. I love her for a lot of different reasons, but I really love her because every time I would preach something that was hard to preach, that was not probably received by most everybody, she'd get me right over there and we used to have red carpet, floral carpet, even now. And she'd get close to me and she's like, don't stop preaching it hard like that, that's what I need. And that's what everybody else needs whether they think so or not. Keep on doing it, her and Brother Ralph more times than I can even count, Brother Ralph. But Ralph, Jolanta, Carl, family. I want you to take some encouragement, and all friends that are here today, I want you to take some encouragement from what I believe Sister Pam would want us to hear today. Maybe they can get it on the screens, I'd normally give them all this stuff, I didn't do that today, but Psalms 34, Psalms 34, and verse 11 is where I'm going to read from. Psalms 34 and verse 11. I believe it's something that Sister Pam had a hold of. She got it, if you will. It says this, Come, O children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of of the Lord. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. Yes, I'm reading a different version today. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves, listen to this, the crushed in spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. For far more times than anyone can list, Sister Pam, she persevered in the face of tremendous life issues. You can concur. Many. Some may know them, some may not. But she persevered through many life issues throughout her life. And in recent years and months, health issues. Just over the past month and a half, she went to the hospital and then was discharged from the hospital and got to go home, or went, not got to go home, but was sent home from the hospital to continue that life that God, in his perfect wisdom, don't think for a moment it just caught everybody off, caught him off guard. In his perfect wisdom, had seen fit to give Sister Pam. Every jot, every tittle, everything is planned by Jesus Christ, ladies and gentlemen. Just a few Mondays ago, God worked it out for me to have a little bit of time to go and spend some time with Ralph and Jolanta and Pam in their home, and when I was with her, I, we talked, not her, but we talked, Brother Ralph, Sister Jolanta, myself, we just talked, and We said a lot of things, and we reminisced a lot of stuff, but there's something that I constantly say almost every, if not every service, it's almost every service, and I'll start to repeat it here in a second, and everybody will probably chime in, but I'll say things like, God is good all the time, or isn't God good, and then it's just repeated all of that over and over again, and on this particular day, you have to just bear with me for a moment, you have to think about the state that Sister Pam was in. When I walked in the room, I had heard that unresponsive, not really talking and nothing really going on, and there's, she's in pain, morphine, medication, all the stuff. Some of the stuff that uh, my wife had been on, I recognized some of the names of them, and some of them are vicious, Ativan, different ones. And, and so I knew that she was out of it. And, and as I was there talking to her, I just walked up to the bed, and I just state it a little different than I normally say on a Sunday because it's a question that you want to know the answer to and you hope that you know the answer to it because you know the person that you're asking. I know, Sister Pam. I've known her for a long time and I've known the issues and I've known the stuff and I've here recently known all the health stuff and I've known that they can't come to church because of hurts with, with Brother Ralph and hurts with her and, and I'm hoping that I know the answer and I reluctantly ask the question, God is still good, isn't He? And in the state of morphine, in the state of whatever else the medications are in her mind, in that that induced place that she was at, this is what you hear. It's not to be funny, but uh huh, wasn't it? In a moment where everybody else should be mad, and ups, why am I here? Why am I going to miss out on my daughter getting married someday? Why am I going to miss out on my grandkids? Why am I going to miss out on all this stuff? But no, not the lady that so many before me have talked about. Uh Uh-huh. God is still good, isn't he, Sister Pam? All the time, God is good. And I would, if she was able in body in that very moment, and here today, she would say it louder than anybody else. And I can promise you, sitting right there many, many times when I have asked that question, she hasn't sat on her pew and said it, but she's got up with her little finger and said, all the time, wave that hand all the time. She had dropped that. You know what I'm talking about. I practice that, just to be honest with you. She replied all the time. Do you hear that? She had a made-up mind that God is always good. I can say it, and you can say, yeah, God's always good. That don't do anything. You've got to have a made-up mind that God is always good. You've got to have a track record, if you will, you know beyond the shadow of a doubt that God is always good. Yes, the book says it, but I know he's been good to me. He's brought me out of the miry clay and set my feet up on the rock to say, When there was darkness in front of me, God shined a light and let me go to where I need to go. I believe that the words from our text have rung in her ears over and over ever since she made up her mind that he was always good. Turn your attention back to verse 11. Come, if I could personalize it today, come, Pam, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Pam, when troubles beset you, if you'll just cry for help, I, the Lord, will hear you and deliver you out of your troubles. That's what she knew. That's what she, there's no doubt in my mind. She knew. Pam learned something a long time ago. Friends and family, that is this. Come, what may. In life, Pam would be ready for it and would persevere through it. For the Lord God had promised her some things. And she knew and believed God's promises. Somebody needs to hear what I'm telling you today about Sister Pam. That he would be with her always, even until the end of the age. She learned that a long time ago. Come what may. Come brokenness in life. Come brokenness in home. Come brokenness in body. Come what may. His, promises is still, his promise is still true. He's never going to leave us nor forsake us. He's going to be with us to the end of the age. I'm hurrying. I'm almost finished. Pam had an attitude. She'd tell me to take my time, but Pam had the attitude of Psalms 34. When I say had the attitude, like I really mean had this attitude. If you would, media team, if you're there, would you put that up for me if you can? Psalms 34, verse 1. This is her attitude through and through her body, mind, soul, and spirit. I will bless the Lord at all times. God is still good, isn't he? mm hmm I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Sister Jolanta, in the midst of death, your greatest fear he delivered you out of your fear. When it seems dark, you said it yourself. He gave me a peace. Carl, he gives a peace. Hey, sweet girl, I know it hurts. I don't know what you called her. Nana, Grandma, Nana. She knew the one that will give you peace. And I promise you, she wants you to wrap your arms around him, baby. Many times, I can't, I don't even know. Many times, right over here, before service would start, she would come to me and be broken. Maybe a life issue. Maybe a hurting body. And she would tell me all the stuff. She would tell me everything that is going on. And she would make the statement. And to be honest with you, as she's saying these things, I'm thinking in my mind, how am I ever gonna say anything that would help her? But before she got done, she had already encouraged herself in the Lord. I promise. Every single time she had already, I mean, it was hurt. To do. And she was beginning to cry. I really don't know what to do. It just hurts. and This is going on at work, and this is going on in my body, and I don't know what to do. But before we finished talking, she had done my job for me. No doubt she did it for Bishop Gilbert many times, but I saw it and I experienced it for myself. She encouraged herself in the Lord because why? She knew the God that she served and she knew the God that she served would deliver her out of all of her fears, her pains, and her hurts because God is still good all the time. Family, dear friends, be at peace knowing that our dear friend Mom and grandmother, Nana, Nana. Is that right? Nana? Nani. Nani. There we go. And brother Ralph, wife. Now rest for her labors. This lady labored to come to church. Quick story for you, and I'll continue. I was told that when she was in that state that I spoke about a moment ago, maybe you've heard this story, but it just let me know, Brother Jonathan, who she was was really who she was. Brother Ralph said he put his arms around her in their house, just around her back. And I don't know, it might not have been those shoes, it might not have been shoes at all. But Brother Tex, you remember how Sister Pam used to shout and dance? but with his arms around her in her weak state, holding her up. She just danced all around their house because she knew my body may be racked with cancer and all kinds of problems are going on, but I know from its cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord. I know he's going to deliver me. It may not be in this life, but he's going to deliver me in the next life. Thank you. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And she danced all around their home. be encouraged. She fought the good fight. And through faith in Jesus Christ has received that eternal victory. Know this. God who was with Pam all of her days on earth remains with each of you, even now. The same God who comforted Pam in all of her days is here to comfort you. Carl, he'll be there to comfort you. Sweet girl, you're beautiful. Did you know that? You sure are pretty. Don't let anybody else tell you that. Just dad, okay? (laughs) And mom. But he's going to be with you. Jolantha, he's going to be with you. Family, he's going to be with you. Same God who offered and gave forgiveness, life, salvation. He offers that to you today everybody that's in the house. I'm going to do something that I believe Pam would want me to do because she always, always, when she was here, most of the time, always here, she would always ask me to do this, or Brother Ralph would ask me, or they'd get me, uh, get my attention, and I'd come over and talk to them, and they would tell me something, sometimes with a finger pointed in your face, just sometimes just keep on, and they'd just let me know. But they would... Tell me to do this. Every time I preached a message that was challenging us to live the life that the Bible tells us to live. And so I'm going to do that. Sister Pam, as you rest today, I'm going to do what you would want me to do. Because, friends, Pam, she believed the gospel of Jesus Christ. She believed, as I preached about not to, uh, just recently, the good news The good story, she believed that, not kind of, but through and through. And she would want me today to just somehow give you that message and give you that gospel, so I'm going to do what she would want me to do. I have no doubt in my mind that she would want me to do that. John 3 and verse 3. Nicodemus and Jesus are having a conversation here. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? And Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of The spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Pam would want us all to make our calling and our election sure. And I echo what she would say. I echo what she is wanting to tell somebody today. Make sure that you're ready to see Jesus. If you're not ready, if you're on the fringes, you need to make sure that you're ready to see Jesus. In your grief in the days to come, family, take comfort in the fact that all who die in faith, as did our dear Pam, will also rest with Jesus Christ in heaven. Somebody say amen. May each succeeding generation, talking about you, talking about you, talking about you and you, may each succeeding generation hold fast to what Sister Pam did throughout her years so that by God's grace, all those who follow our dear Sister Pam into eternity will see what she sees and have what she's going to enjoy. And so again, I say, make sure that your calling an election is sure. Family and friends, marvel what Sister Pam even now has before her. Let's just talk about it or read about it. Revelations 21, in verse 1, it says this, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. Skipping down to verse 3. And I heard a great voice out of the heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, And he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God, listen to this, shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain. No more pain, Sister Pam, for the former things Are passed away. If you would, stand to your feet with me right now. Pam, wherever you're at today, rest easy. I'm going to miss you because I know no matter what the song is, no matter if I'm preaching good or not, No matter any of that is going on, I know you're going to be my fan. And so I'm going to miss you. We're all going to miss you. But through the promises of God, I plan. You may not plan to, but I plan on catching up with her someday soon. God's peace and God's comfort and joy, I pray that it's on all of us. May the peace of God, which passeth all human understanding, keep our hearts, our minds in Christ Jesus to everlasting life. Would you bow your heads? Jesus, I am truly thankful. I mean this from the very depths of my spirit, Lord. I'm truly thankful that I personally, as well as probably many others under the sound of my voice i personally got to experience the life of sister pam walker lord as it's been stated so eloquently by bishop gilbert a worshiper no matter what went on in life lord she was a worshiper she magnified your name what i'm thankful for the times that i personally got to experience Coming to the church to pray, Lord, in the wee hours of the morning. And as I was finishing up, Lord, Brother Ralph, Sister Pam, that didn't drive ten minutes or five minutes or twenty-five minutes, put it over an hour away, Lord, they came to pray 24 hour prayer. And Lord, I'm gonna miss that, but Lord, I know that you got better plans for. But I'm thankful that you allowed me to experience those things. Because for me, Lord, it challenges me. It challenges me in the midst of turmoil and pain. And, Lord, no doubt in my mind, probably unknowingly, I reacted and acted in ways, Lord, that I acted through my wife's situation because of examples like Sister Pam. And I'm thankful, God. And I pray that family and friends can glean from that and they can know beyond a shadow of a doubt that this dear, sweet lady that we're going to miss, was ready to see Jesus. And Lord, I'm thankful. I'm thankful, God, for everybody that's here today. And my prayer, my earnest prayer, is that this life would ring in the hearts and the minds and the eyes of every person that's in this room today. As I've prayed many times, Lord, when they lay their heads down, when they get busy in their schedules, when life gets hard and issues get hard and work issues get hard, Lord, let them remember saints of God like this dear lady today. I can make it. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. I don't have to throw in the towel. I can still dance. I can still shout. I can still lift up the name of Jesus. Lord, we honor you and we give you praise and we thank you for this life that you have blessed us with. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. On behalf of the family, again, thank you for being with us today. On the back of the program that you have today, just remembering Sister Pam, the obituary, there's a link there. And I would encourage you to bless the family, that GoFundMe page, with different expenses that they may have, they may have incurred, while they were in the hospital, and et cetera, to help. Offset that. I would encourage you as friends and family to help out with that. And to all the family, there is a dinner on behalf of our Dream Center team, or lunch rather, uh, for you following the service. God bless you. Thank you again for being with us today. And you're dismissed in the fear of the Lord.